the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Ooh, yeah. Oh, man. WrestleMania 39 is in the books. It is. April 1st and 2nd here in Los Angeles. Man, what an event. We attended both nights. They were happy to have us. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're like, oh, man, Big Talk's going to be here. Yeah, we had a special entrance. Special entrance. Um, <laughs> it was great. I don't know if you guys saw us, but we were all over it on the pay-per-view. Um, man, WrestleMania 39, man, it was great. I, I had a great time. Great. Yeah, total fun weekend, man. Total fun. Um, let's uh, start out with some business. Uh, let's see if I can remember this stuff, you know. All right. We, we 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 took a little break. We you know just had to take some vacation. You know, we got sick and tired of looking at each other's ugly mugs. We had to take a couple <laughs> weeks off, um, but we're back. Like like Don would say, we're back for the attack. Yeah. Um, let's see if we can do this. Um, big talk. See, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> big talk CG at gmail.com at bigtalkcg.podcast on TikTok and Instagram at bigtalkcg on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. Just look up Big Talk with a podcast with Chris and Greg. You go visit our link tree, let you know yeah, everywhere, one. everywhere you can uh, see us. And man, the podcast is on fire still, dude. We're, right. we're everywhere, dude. We are, and, uh, you know, it's just exciting, dude. I had to make this announcement. We hit six thousand five hundred downloads, so that's that's big for us. Yeah, for two, little, for two jabronis like us <laughs> from North Hollywood, that, that from North Hollywood, California, that <laughs> just want to sit here and just have a conversation. We are so glad that people want to listen to our. We're conversation. humble and grateful, man. We definitely are. We just want people to join in. Correct. Join in. Get on any of our social media. Uh, comment. Tell us how much you hate us. How much you love us. How handsome Greg is. Yeah, good stuff like that. Um, you know, tell him how you want to give him a reach around or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> they all want to. They always want to talk about the uh, Rambo. Oh, where's Rambo? Rambo. I don't know where is Rambo. Rambo is outside, guarding from the outside. That he's go. guarding the entrance to the state of the art Big Talk Studio. Um, let's get right to it. Let's talk about WrestleMania 39. All right. Uh, April 1st and 2nd, 2023. SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, the glorious, the gem of Southern California, Inglewood, California. It's starting to be that way, dude. They're building up Inglewood very they much, are. dude. They're they're gentrifying it pretty. <laughs> they're putting the accelerator down on that, dude. Yeah. Um, saw some. Sort of got. I saw some white people walking their dogs there. So right. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, they've turned a corner. I saw people walking a cat too. That oh. tripped me out. What? Yeah, I know. That uh, welcome to Inglewood. Welcome to Inglewood, people walking cats. Um, yeah, man, you, you, you know it, it did start on April first. But Greg, you actually were participating in some extracurriculars in the week leading Prior up to, to it, WrestleMania. Yeah. Why don't you uh, let us know? Tell us all about all these wrestling things that you were doing uh, on the week leading up to a WrestleMania. All right. Let's see. The the Thursday, I went to the Superstore um, in at the Convention Center. Um, I walked around, saw that man. It, there was a ton of people. There was exclusive shirts, exclusive merchandise. Um, it was great, man. They were just blasting entrance music. You know what was funny? They were blasting old tune entrances, other than the newer guys. Mm -hmm. 
So on the opening, we heard Cody Rhodes. They didn't play Cody. They didn't play Roman. They didn't play the Usos. They didn't play Sammy and, and Kevin Owens. None of those songs were played. It was like old songs. So we heard Macho, Bret Hart. We heard Undertaker. There was like, you know, just old, old songs. Mm-hmm. They were just kept on blasting. But they did have a lot of memorabilia. Uh, they had a lot of different stuff on there, man. It was good and it was packed. Each each thing was individual. Um and there was damn there was a damn lot of people. And the funny thing was this the superstore was opening at twelve and or opening at nine and closing at midnight. Mm-hmm. All four days that they had available. But they said there was a ton of people walking in and out, man. And of course, you know, Greg from Big Talk, man, I had a special VIP entrance and I kept on flashing everybody. I thought I was like a Wayne's World or something, dude. I was flashing to the VIP, left, VIP. Flashing to the right, VIP. And oh, you're checking out. Oh, they're over here, Greg. Go this way. Go this way. Next thing you know, I got a, I had one people in front of me and everybody else there was like Did a long you line. get your own private bathroom though? Uh no. That one didn't you had happen. To, you though. had to share it with the with the heathens. Yeah, I'd share that with the heathens, man. That was the only good thing. But um, you know, that was funny. Um then uh me and my friends were hanging out and we went to the yard house across the street. So we said, Ah, let's get we're at happy hour, right? We're having some appetizers, we're sharing, um, a couple of beers and stuff like that. Some Steve Weisers. Uh, some Steve Weisers. And um we were sitting down and next thing you know we see um uh, Braun, uh, Braun Strowman walking the streets of LA. <laughs> really? He sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then there was another young girl from um, NXT, and she was in there having lunch. And we you didn't kinda... go run out to, to Braun? No, because I was in the middle of, of eating my pizzas and eating my chicken but wings. But did you, did you reach stuff. for him like, Braun? Braun. Like, no, so you could feel it? I think it was like, hey, that's Braun Strowman. Where? Over there. And we're like, oh. And then we saw him come back, too. But, you know. He, I bet he's a part of the nation. I bet you he is. I bet you he is. I bet you he is. All right. And, and then, who else did you see? A young lady from where? Uh, NXT. Uh, Zoe Starks was her okay. name. Um, and then uh, um, I had a second. I was walking by her real fast, and I said, good luck on, you know. And she was one of the girls that were participating for the NXT women's title um, on Saturday. And I said, good luck on Saturday. And she's oh, thanks, guys. So that was, it was real Was quick she getting a bunch of commotion? Were you guys probably one of the only people that recognized her? We were the only ones that recognized her. I mean, we, we didn't see her when she was, uh, we were different from our table because we were walking to the restroom. But on the way out, I was like, oh, that was her. And I said something and stuff like that. Um, and then later on that night, we went to uh, San Gabriel, California, um, at the Sheraton, and we there was a um, there was a Jake the Snake uh, uh, flirting with Venom event. So this was, was Thursday night. This was this, Thursday night. Yeah, had a full Thursday. Thursday. I had a full Thursday. Um, so we got to meet Jake the Snake, and um, it was really cool. He was he was sitting down and goes. Hey guys, come on over here. And he goes, "You want a picture? You want you want to sign? You want me to sign something for you?" So we thought we had to pay for him mm-hmm. to to meet him and stuff. But he was like, "No, everybody take a group picture." One of my friends took his, uh, took his uh, camera out, and we we all took a wait, picture. Wait, wait, with wait, him. wait, wait, hold on. Someone was carrying a camera. Our phones. Oh, sorry, okay. I thought you were. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we should. It was a disposable film <laughs> camera. He had to wind it. Rick, Rick, Rick. Hold on, hold on. No flash. Yeah. Click. Yeah. So he, he, he told us to sign a uh, picture. He signed a picture for us. He didn't personalize it, but he just signed it. Gino, Did you get a picture? This is the first time I'm hearing this version of, you've been holding out on me. You told yeah, me you went, but. I was waiting for the episode to come so, so I can talk it up. So um, how did he look physically? How did he look? He looked tired and old. 
he uh, looked tired. But he, did he did he, he look was, like for I mean I understand his tired age, but we all know that what he went through his journey post wrestling, you know, with DDP and, and in the demons he's battled. Correct. Uh, considering all that, how did he look? Considering all that, he looked okay. Good. He looked. He's he's someone that's battled a lot of demons and stuff, so it's good to see him still alive. Quite so frankly, he, he wasn't slurring. He he did. You could definitely hear his voice. His dark scratchy he's voice. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then his wife was with him too, and uh, they said hello and they shook our hands and nice to meet you. And the Clark, I didn't usually you do the usual Greg. Oh my God, blah 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 blah. I just said. Hey, long-time wrestling fan, thank you for all the stuff you did. I go, I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks a lot, guys. Blah, did he have Damien? No, but during during the match it was uh, on the main event, which had uh, Alberto Del Rio. He was one oh of the really? Guys. Yeah. Is he um, what and is he? he El, pa- El Patron or whatever? He, no, or he went under uh, Del Rio. Del Rio. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was uh, fighting some other guy, and at one point, uh, Jake came out and it looked like he had a bang on him, and then he was like, you know, going to release him. Because the guy was trying to exit the ring, mm-hmm. and uh, he did, and it was like a stuffed animal type of snake. But you know, he did have it, his usual, around his shoulder, and put it on the ground. But it was more like, is there a snake? Is there a Lame. snake? Yeah. You should have had. The snake. And there was, you know what? To be honest, Chris, there was about fifty to sixty people there. It wasn't very packed, mm-hmm. um, but it was a nice small event. And um, Chris Masters there, remember? The, mm-hmm. He was another one of the wrestlers there too. Now, and qu- he looked pretty good itself. The question: um, the venue, where was it held at? The Sheraton, um, like one of their ballrooms there. Or yeah, something like one that? of their ballrooms. So there was a lot of room. I was gonna say, did it look empty, or did it, or was it? There, you you can definitely tell that they did not sell to what they thought. Mm-hmm. What the seats were set up. Okay, the seats were set up. You know. 50 each, you know. So was it, like, it was like 25, 30% capacity probably then? Yeah, maybe 25. We'll say that. Yeah, that's, that's disappointing. There, was, but there was a lot of wrestling going on this uh, that whole week, dude. I mean, That was, Thursday was a lot of wrestling going on. There was even events going on in the afternoon mm-hmm. that we saw. Uh, Rikishi was having an event himself where mm-hmm. he was opening up his uh, um, studio where he, or he teaches his class, his the wrestling gym. class, his gym. And he had like a wall of fame and he had other things that he was selling and um, that was a thought of our head. Maybe we should go over there. But no, 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 we can't. We're hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a lot of wrestling events that happened that Thursday. So that Thursday was very, very packed on stuff like that. And that was fun, man. So that kind of okay, Let me Thursday. interrupt you. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you went, so what, how many, how, what did you buy at the uh, convention center? What did you, what kind uh, of memorabilia did you get? Did you get any belts? Did you get any wrist? Did you get any John Cena wristbands? No, I did. I did buy my first John Cena t-shirt. What one was it? The, it was the twenty year anniversary of John Cena. Nice. I nice. did. I, I broke down. I told myself, if I see it, I'll buy it. Um I got the Is that the one with like the different versions of him or yes. something like that? Yeah. Yes. It's kinda like a the video game version, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the eight bit type of thing. Um I got that one. I got the uh Sami Zayn, Russell Zane, and then uh KO Mania on the back. Mm-hmm. That was what I wanted, and I saw they. I just advertised it a, a day or two before, and I was like, okay, if they have it there, I'm gonna buy it. Um, what else did I get? I got a a shirt that I was wearing the night it was um, Ray Mysterio, kind of like a collared shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I told myself, if they have my size, I'll get it, and of course they had my size. Of course they did. <laughs> it was probably the only one like the 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 one shirt. You're like, oh, they got it. Yes, <laughs> I probably was. And then what else did I? I... Oh. 
I got the shirt. I I told you I was gonna get you. Yeah, it did. So what WrestleMania did was they since it was in L.A. They had different landmarks of Los Angeles, and they added like a WWE, um, I don't know, logo to it. One was Cantor's. They had Cantor's. That's our it. favorite Jewish deli oh, in yeah. Hollywood. Love it. They had one for Pink's Hot Dogs, mm-hmm. which was kind of funny. Uh, they had one for Randy's Donuts. They had Bob's Big Boy. Um, and I think there was one more other one. But I, I thought that was funny, too, so I got one of those shirts. And then, oh, then I got my uh, sweat jacket. Nice. That. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that wraps up your Thursday. That wrapped up Thursday, okay, man. Okay, and Friday. What? Tell me about Friday. Friday was awesome, and I was waiting very long. I attended the Ring of Honor um, pay-per-view they had in USC. It was at the Pavilion Center. Uh, my younger brother, Matt, went, and we had a blast, man. There was so much energy, so much excitement. Um, I've been waiting for Ring of Honor to come to the West Coast for a very long time, and when they did, maybe they... I don't know how many years ago they did. I just didn't. I wouldn't, didn't get an opportunity to do it, but this time I did. Man, I I, I thought it was great. There was a lot of fun. Like I said, good amount. I had a good seat and a lot of energy. A lot of the crowd was crazy and wild. Just what you expect from the Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And some of those matches were very classy. Uh, very everything. You know, some of these guys shook hands, which you know it shows respect for each other. Um, but it was fun. It was fun. It was good, and it lasted good three and a half, almost four hours. And wow! Stuff like that, you meeting? You get any meet and greets? Any uh, any of them selling T-shirts on the side or or, or the, merch booth or anything like they that? They had a merch, but most of the merch was which I got, which was the Ring of Honor just logo, the plain mm-hmm. Ring of Honor, and then they had a lot of tribute to Jay uh, mm-hmm. Briscoe who passed away. So mm-hmm. they had three or four different versions of him and his shirts and stuff like that. So I didn't really. Um, like those shirts, so I kind of passed up on it, but uh, it was cool for what I got, man. It was great, you know. Now that but Ring of Honor was excellent, cool, and I saw one of our um managers from uh, Grilla Mall there too. Mm-hmm. So I said hi to her, she was she was like laughing at me, oh my god, we run each other so much. Um, and then you know, then I went home and got ready for WrestleMania Saturday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Saturday, man, and that's what it was. And then you know, here we go. I unfortunately could not join Greg, I was on the big talk world tour. <laughs> Um, I couldn't make it to any of those events. I was gone that whole week, uh, but I did make it back just in time, hours, hours before WrestleMania started, before the opening bell. And what a glorious event this was! You know, um, I, I just to make a long story short, I flew in, got here at like just about noon. Greg came and picked me up like an hour, hour and a half later. Yeah. Uh, drove from you know the west side to uh inglewood to the uh notel hotel that he was staying at and um man just hung out for a little bit and had a little food and just walked over to uh sofa i mean that's you don't have to worry about you know parking i was very um lucky to have greg come pick me up you know that's what friends are for (laughs) and uh we went and hung out for a little while went and walked down to sofi the energy you could just feel okay so we were walking to the event I'm going to stop here at Jack in the Box. I'm going to get something to eat. Everybody in there eating, wrestling shirt. Right. Everybody outside walking, wrestling, wrestling shirt. Everybody that was there. And we're talking maybe half mile. Yeah. Uh, about half, half mile, third of a mile, right in that area from SoFi. So these are all people that were staying there, people that were taking buses, walking in, because they did have all the parking available. Excuse me. 
So there, I mean, what was it? 80, over 80,000, 80,497 that first night. Yeah. So there were, a, it was just every, it was overtaking Inglewood, uh, the amount of people there were there. It was great. And the energy, just right from the get-go, just walking there, people, you could tell people were pumped. They were ready to go. They were. That energy on Saturday night was so, so good. Mm-hmm. You know, and anticipating a great show, anticipating something fun or exciting to happen and stuff like that. But yeah, it was good. Um, so let's just go over some quick factoids. Okay. Before we get into the match, we're going to go through the card match by match, beginning day one to the end of day one, beginning of day two to the end. We'll give our take on it, what we liked, what we didn't like. We're not going to do a move by move. We're not going to do any reenactments <laughs> or anything like that. Maybe we will. I don't yeah. know. Um, so this was actually the, um, sixth, um, 39 was the sixth WrestleMania to be held in like the greater Los Angeles area. Um, number two, WrestleMania two, WrestleMania seven, WrestleMania 12, WrestleMania 2000, WrestleMania 21, and then 39. Um, also, uh, it was a seventh in California. 31 was in the Bay area. Okay. Which we went to. Yeah. Went so to. we've been to the last two, 31 and 39. Um, man, you know, uh, they do real good out here. I believe I was reading that it topped the uh, most that they brought in at the gate. It was like $21.6 million just in ticket sales. I mean, the, wow. it's the highest that they've grossed in ticket sales. Of course, you go in two days, right? Yeah. Since, what, 2000? Um, so, of course, you're going to double it up. Um, this was also uh, the first... Um, actually, I'm sorry, the second uh, WrestleMania to have a tag team match as a headlining match. Oh, okay. But it was the first one that was for a title. The first one was from WrestleMania 1 with Hogan oh, okay. and, and Mr. T. And Mr. T. Um, against who was that? Piper and or Piper and Orton, Orndorf? I think it was. Or- was it Orton? I thought it was Orndorf. Or- might have been Orndorf. Paul Orndorf? Oh, yeah, I think oh, that's what Mr. it was. Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, dude, it, it, a lot of firsts. There always is at every WrestleMania. Um, we had title matches up and down, women's, men's, uh, I thought, you know, looking at the card, uh, I was kind of looking at some of these matches side-eyed. Some of them I was really excited, looking forward to. Um, But here we can just go through them uh, one at a time. The night one, there was eight matches. Night two, there were seven. Um, So let's go ahead and just get into this. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, man. I'm I'm ready to roll. We can talk about one thing I want to talk about quick is, you know, yes, we did have our own VIP entrance to get in to SoFi. Um, you go in that place. It's really awesome because it's, you don't like, it's not like old school where you walk into the floor and then you have to oh, go okay. up. Yeah. Yeah. It, like the, it's into the ground halfway. So wherever you walk in, you're like at the middle. So you either have to go a little bit up or a little bit down, which is kind of nice. You don't have to be like, Oh my God, I got to go all the way to the top or just go halfway or at the top. Um, the, you know, they have plenty of bathrooms, plenty of concessions. Um, I didn't feel like they had enough merch. The lines of the merch were huge and, yeah. I was not impressed by the merch at this WrestleMania at all. We went and looked at it this night too. I went and go, Greg, let's go look. You know, let's go look at the merch. And we went and looked. And I was like, I don't, none of this is tooting my horn. Yeah. So I passed on all merch for the whole WrestleMania weekend. All right, let's talk about the matches themselves. Night one, match one, Austin Theory, the champ, U.S. champ against John Cena. Uh, what do you think of this match? Good. It's it started off and there was anticipation mm-hmm. from that. Um, wanted to see Cena and you know he was 
you know, back in wrestling, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Austin Theory, who I always thought was a type of John Cena mm-hmm. clone back in the day when he was in independence. Um, but it was good. Uh, you know, wrestled. They wrestled. They had a good time. Both of them came out to good uh, entrances, came out yeah. good. Even Cena. I mean, Cena had a lot of... He had the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Yeah, Make-A-Wish, yeah. So that was... It's touching because you see these kids... And, you know, John Cena out there, and they're all waving. And, you know, of course, the ramp is longer than long. I don't know how yeah. long. Dude, the, the ramp. Fourth of a mile yeah. or something, dude. <laughs> there was a big, long ramp. Anyways, um, it went on there. It was good. Uh, fun. Uh, like I said, there was a lot of good stuff for the match. Uh, it was fun. Uh, for me, Austin Theory, I wasn't surprised that he won. I kind of wanted Cena, and, you know, that's what it was. Yeah, I, I agree with you on everything you just said. He does remind me of a Cena, a younger Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little bit sharper, though, on uh, on his in-ring ability. But he kind of almost has some of those same mannerisms in the ring. They kind of almost have that same kind of flow to them as Cena had. I wasn't surprised that Austin Theory won. I would have been surprised if Cena would have won. Cena in his thinning hair. You can yeah. see <laughs> We could see his bald spot from the... <laughs> From <laughs> from where we were sitting, so uh, from our VIP big talk box seats, uh, you could see it from there, man. John Cena, dude, he's he's great. He's been great for wrestling. Uh, that match uh, ended by pinfall, eleven minutes, yeah. twenty seconds. That was, that was good. This next match, I was really looking forward to, and it did not disappoint. It was the men's WrestleMania Showcase Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match. That was a mouthful. It pitted the Street Profits. Um, against Braun Strowman and Ricochet, the Alpha Academy, and the Viking Raiders. Uh, I thought this match was great. Obviously, it's exactly what it says. It was a showcase. They all got to show their tag team abilities together. They got to show some individual abilities. You got to see some things you've never seen before. The Viking Raiders really impressed me with their... I knew they had the agility for big guys, but they looked really good. Okay, good. Um, This... No one, no one came out of this match weak. Everybody came out yeah, looking great. There you go. Um, you know the Street Profits did win. Uh, I was kind of unsure who was gonna win. You, you know what I liked about this too, Chris, was all their entrances were not like you get the long mm-hmm. entrance to come in. This is WrestleMania, so we're gonna take our time and you can walk down. Yeah. No, these guys, they they okay, they came out, bam, bam, bam. Okay, now they're walking. You know they're halfway or almost there. Then the next one started. Yep. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, I think one of my favorite parts of the match were there. They had like all the big guys kind of like in the ring for a second. Strowman, um, the guy from Alpha Academy, the guy from Viking Raiders, and um, one of the guys, I think his name is Dawkins, uh, mm-hmm. was in the ring. And they were all kind of like pushing each other. And, and then you see all the other guys, which is, you know, I don't want to say the high flyers, but the, the other guys came in. So it was fun. I, I thought that was the funnest part of that match. Um, with the Street Profits winning, that was kind of a surprise for me. I didn't think so. Um, but hey, you're right. It was fun. They had a lot. They had a good showcase, um, you know. And uh, well, how long was that the match? Another ten um, minutes, or was eight it... minutes and thirty seconds? Yeah, see, so it wasn't like the longest match at all. Um, I like the. Um, I saw some cool things that were cool. The uh, Chad Gable with his uh, oh yeah, dude. His, his remember he did that little roll through German yeah. suplex on Strowman. On Strowman, that was pretty cool. That was looking. good. I thought that the you know the, the coup de gras high spot when they did that like super death plex and then Ricochet did the splash across uh, uh, I can't remember which guy was at the top that was that was okay it looked just so 
so constructed though right. that it was kind of like come on guys you're taking a minute and a half to just pull off this move but it was spectacular in its end i'm a huge ricochet fan i wish that he would get pushed in some sort of way or another you've never said that before i didn't um, know about them i i like ricochet. i love i love watching him wrestle okay uh, he's an entertaining guy i just hope he doesn't turn into the next dolph ziggler where you know i don't think he's reached that Pit that that point where he can be used like Dolph to push other wrestlers. Okay. I don't think beating him really pushes you anywhere. But I would really like to see him stack up some singles wins. All right, maybe get a title opportunity in the future. Because the way he wrestles, I don't know how long he's gonna be able to wrestle like he does. Right, it's, it's I mean, amazing. You had told me before we watched the match that you were thinking the Viking Raiders were gonna be the winner. I remember, didn't you say yeah, that to me? And, I uh, that. Yeah, they didn't. I did really didn't know who was gonna win. Um, but I thought your take was just as good as anybody else's. Um, you would like to see them kind of get a run at a title or something. Well, they they always impressed me in the NXT. They impressed me really in Ring of Honor. And then I kind of followed them to NXT. And then when they came out um, to WWE, I didn't think they looked as aggressive as they should have. They I think Vince kind of polished them a little bit. But now that they're more of the aggressor, more of the darker side, they look good and they know how to handle people they're like i said two big guys that can do flips and punch in the face you know, i, lo- I love the fact that they got the gimmick yeah in a time where there's really no gimmicks they pull it off yes. flawlessly yes it's great i love it yeah um let's uh, go ahead and go to the next one this match was everything that i thought it would be seth freaking rollins and logan paul i thought this was one of the matches of the night i Knew it was, well, I didn't know, but I was pretty sure this was going to be one of the highlights of the night. Oh, yeah. And it delivered on every level. You, It was great. Great great high spots. Uh, you know, lots of near falls. Logan Paul, every time he wrestles, I hate to say it, but, man, he impresses me every time. He's just exactly. getting better and better. Exactly. And it's a pleasant surprise. Um, he's gone from YouTube jokester to... You know, dude, he's living a dream life. Professional boxer, owning his own brands, professional wrestler. I mean, I got to give it to him. Good for him. But, man, he's the thing about it is he's not doesn't look like he's just jumping in for a payday and out. He's actually been doing this for a while now. It looks yeah. like I heard that he may even signed another contract to extend his time with WWE. So I think, hopefully we get to see more of I this I think guy. on Monday or Tuesday they did say that he signed a four-year contract with them. That's amazing. I love yeah, it. He um, did really well. Yes, he, he did. He really impressed me after the first time uh, he wrestled. So I think the first time he wrestled The Miz by himself, I was like, wow. Yeah. I, I, hate like, okay. to see, okay. I hate to see people... That are not wrestlers come in and do so well, but I know he's very athletic and mm-hmm. he learned moves or whoever taught him really taught him very well. Yeah, and he was you know uh, felt very well. This match was great. Um, you know, uh, lots of near falls. Both men pulling off finishers. Uh, the turning point in the match is when Logan Paul went for the splash off the. So he came out with a guy dressed up and he owns that prime mm-hmm. sports drink. Well, I don't know what the guy's name, KSI or something's like his business partner helped yeah. own the business. I don't know. He ended up, you know, Seth Rollins was on the, the announcer's table and then he, he pulled Paul, Logan Paul goes to jump off the turnbuckle or off the post and he pulls his, uh, Seth Rollins pulls his uh, business partner on top of the table. So he goes through him instead, little back and forth. And then, you know, Seth Rollins. I thought, up, I thought one of the turning points for me was when Seth, um, got to do the stomp on Logan's hand. Oh yeah, on the on the and they, uh, table. And then they talked about where he had his hand reconstructed yeah. or there's 
It's got like a titanium screw. In correct. There. Correct. Something like that. And then he wasn't able to use the punch mm-hmm. as good as he normally does. So if he used the punch, you know, prior to this uh, at 100%, he was now at 75% yeah. using it. I thought that was a high point. Um, the other thing I wanted to, to mention is their entrances. Logan Paul did a tribute to Shawn Michaels and kind of came in on a scaffold. It was so weak. <laughs> if it, it was a <laughs> kind of came in, uh, you know, uh, flying over. Um, he should have came from the 500 level into the ring. Instead, he like was on the floor, oh, got raised shit. up, went in, and lowered onto the ramp, and was like, "Wow, that would have been." I wonder if they could have pulled that off. I'm sure they could have. Huh? They can do whatever they want. It's a WWE. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Seth Rollins with his uh, coming out and the music and singing and having the stadium rock his theme was just unbelievable. And yeah. I was glad we were there, Chris. Yeah. They, they, the last week or two, they've been kind of going back to it over and over and over. And you hear it, man. You hear these people. They're screaming. They're, you know, they're singing. And they sang most of his song or, you know, in between the match. Yeah. The whole thing. During and the match, was, they were was, singing and everything. It was great. It was really good. But that was one of the high points for me. That was a great match. And I knew that was going to be one of the show stealers for whatever yeah. night they put it on. And yeah. in case I didn't say it, Seth Rollins did beat Logan Paul uh, by pinfall. Yeah. 16 minutes, 15 seconds. It was a good match. That good, was good, nice, long match. All right. The next one, I really don't have much to say about it. I, it disappointed me. I knew it was going to be a disappointment. Uh, it was the six-woman tag team match. Yeah. Uh, Trish Lita and Becky Lynch against Damage Control. 14 minutes of 40 seconds. This was a P match. This was, you know, go get another beer kind of a match for me. I was not, and it delivered or under-delivered or did exactly <laughs> what I thought. Of. It just... It was there for it, you to it, be high points. I, I just... Yeah, I I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it, mm. you know, in that sense, too. So... I, I kind of, yeah, I don't, just didn't, didn't do it for me. Lita and Trish are getting a little uh, long in the tooth. Um, they're just there to be Lita and Trish, I guess, uh, yeah. and, and draw that crowd in for that. I don't think anybody was going there for that match, but, um, uh, Trish, Lita and Becky won that match 14 minutes and 40 seconds. Like I said, it was exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. Be. You know what? For, for the ladies on one side, which is Trish, Lita and, and Becky, they're at a step higher than damage control. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, I think that they're, th- I think they just overtowered them in the knowledge of wrestling. Mm-hmm. The existence is kind of like old school versus new school, you know, and old school one, basically. Yeah, they did. Old Anyways. school wins. Right? Old school wins. Um, let's go to the next match. This match, I was. I'll probably say this about every match. I was really looking forward to this one. Myster- okay. Rey Mysterio oh, yeah. against uh, Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. Singles match. Father-son. Only the second father-son wrestling against each other. Shane and Vince was the first one. Um, man, this has such a great story coming up, you know, crescendoing with this match. Um, they really built it up well. They really built it up well. And they didn't, you know, I don't think he accepted the match until like a week before or maybe two weeks before, 10 days before, something yeah, like that. I it think was, it was a week he, actually he pre- before. They pressed it right up. Well, you know, they really juiced that whole storyline, which is the way they really should have done it because you don't, well, after you accept the match, there's nothing more that Dominic needs to do to torment you. You've already accepted. Yeah. So the fact that he was tormenting Ray, his sister, and his mother the whole time, 
pushing it right to the last minute was definitely the way to to uh, go to WrestleMania with that. I thought this match was great. You know, the whole thing with Judgment Day and Dominic and uh, Rhea Ripley, Mama, you know, Mama, Papi, and all this other stuff they're doing, it really worked very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. Dominic got a lot of heat oh, on yeah. this. And it, it, you know, you, you don't hate to love him but yeah you you want to see him and you want to kind of want to get his ass kicked and you want him to shut up and all this other stuff and that's what that's what the crowd wanted mm-hmm. and that's what they gave and it was very exciting and very fun um i love the entrances same thing um ray mysterio came out and like the eddie eddie convertible uh kind of car and snoop dog was kind of driving it mm-hmm. and stuff so that worked very well that was fun and then uh dominic kind of came out by the lapd or police, however you want to say it, in in that kind of kind of like a paddy wagon, you know, and they had him handcuffed, so to say, you know, brought to the ring and say, you know, he's a bad boy. I like Dominic's entrance better than Ray's. All right, I thought it was way more effective. Yeah, it's like Ray came out to like twenty different songs. It was like one song he came out, and then he they switched it to Eddie, and then they switched it to his theme. It was like yeah. I don't even get him popping up through the stage. I know, and you know when he was, you know, he always runs across the stage and does this thing with his arm it's usually fireworks go off yeah no fireworks i was like what's going on here this is kind of lame uh a little disappointed in that well when he came out remember he came out through like the like the floor but but he climbed up to the stage yeah and then walked the ramp there you go he should have had a little more for him uh i know he's getting old obviously we should also mention ray mysterio was inducted into the hall of fame yes uh this year he's slowing down a little bit yeah I was watch. I actually did rewatch. I've rewatched the match maybe twice. I watched it again today. He's lost a step. Um, not so much. If you compare him to old Ray, he's still really good in the ring. I was never. I'm not a huge fan of his, but I appreciate talent and I and I respect him as a wrestler. But he definitely has lost a step. If you compare him to the young Ray, yes. But if you just say like, "Here's a wrestler," watch him. You're like, "Oh wow, that guy's really good." <laughs> you're just gonna constantly compare him to his younger self. But man, he pulled off all the moves. Um, you know, the match was great. You got the interaction with his whole family. They yeah. interacted with the match. It, they're not afraid of getting water thrown in their face or slapping their son or anything like that. It was great. Storyline building up to the match, during the match, participation from the family, the finish. I thought it was all great. Uh, it was it was definitely one of the highlights of the night. Yeah. I thought it was great. And then it, they even had Bud, Bad Bunny uh, interfere. Oh, yeah, bit, that's right. right. He yeah. tried to uh, hit his was, dad with the chain. Bad yeah. Bunny grabbed it. And then that's when, when Ray kind of turned the tables on him and finished the match. Exactly. You know, finished him with a frog, frog splash. Yeah, Not Eddie good. Guerrero style, but yeah. <laughs> no one does it like that. But exactly. it was great. Yeah, great match. Good. Great match. Yeah, good stuff, uh, man. Yeah. I, I loved it. I F- thought it was 15 great. minutes right there. Okay, good. This match, this next one was really, really good. Uh, Rhea Ripley, excuse me, uh, Charlotte Flair, the champ, the SmackDown champ against Rhea Ripley for the title singles match. Man, the, 23 and a half minutes this match they tore it down dude and normally you guys already know my take but i'm i don't know what it is but these two are in my opinion the elite of the women's division in in wwe maybe anywhere they are technical their speed they got power yeah they can come off the top they do all they do it all both of these girls, Charlotte, and man, it Charlotte was, did not disappoint, man. Nope. I know she just came back. I would say two months ago, mm-hmm. and she won the title, and it was kind of like, uh, again, here we go again, here we go again. 
type stuff like that. But when then uh, Rhea Ripley won the Royal Rumble, and you know she was, I want to fight. I well, want to who, face. Who did Charlotte get the title from? Do you remember? Uh, was it Becky? Or was it? I think putting it on Charlotte uh, for Rhea Ripley. You know, if that's your mm-hmm. story, and if that's what you're looking in the future, to have Rhea Ripley win it means more than her winning it from anybody else. They have. I think Charlotte's definitely. What are they? The queen, yeah, the queen. Uh, and so I think beating her definitely was the best person Rhea Ripley could have beat to win that title. That was huge for Rhea Ripley, and what a great match! One of the best women's matches I—I I wouldn't want to say ever, but that I've seen in a long, yeah, in a long, long time, long in recent memory. It was. you got to you got to go back twenty years to to you know when Trish and Lita were at their pinnacle. To get anything that's even close, and it may not even match this match. This match had everything you wanted. Exactly. There was a lot of good stuff on, on this match. Like you said, I liked the match. I liked the build up. I liked everything they did about uh, Charlotte and uh, Rhea Ripley. Um, they went back and forth. Back and they they still had that storyline from the Judgment Day with Rhea doing something with mm-hmm. Dominic, and then they kind of also added shit to. You know, Charlotte and doing talking smack to her and telling her I'm gonna do it, and then they kind of led up to it. So it was fun, man. It was good. Like I said, exciting, a lot of energy, a lot of power, a lot of these women really did give it all, and it showed, and it was damn well mm-hmm. worth it, man. And you know, all those things I bitch about women's wrestling, yeah, like they're they need to do this, they need to do that, so on and well, so forth. Everything that I bitch about. Did not happen in this match. Correct. They, they're bigger women. You know, they're they're both pretty they're, they're big size. Pretty tall, yes. Uh, I think they fit the ring well. And I don't think the match wasn't like this. It was at a methodical pace. That sometimes there was some, you know, were wearing each other down. Those kinds of things were happening. Extended that match out to twenty three and a half minutes, but it was done in a really good way. It kept you engaged in the match. They didn't try to do all these things that. Maybe they just can't do like I don't know if that's what some of these other women are trying to do in their matches. But man, they did everything they could and more. It was great. I loved it. R- moves off the top rope. I mean, uh, yeah. It was, do you know? Uh, it was great. Uh, Rhea Ripley is one of the Grand Slam winners that she's held every women's title that the WWE has. I, I didn't know that. She, well, you know what? I think I read something about it, like she, NXT. She had the was, NXT uh, yeah. title. She had the NXT American version of it. She won. UK version. She had the, uh, yeah, but then she won the tag team. She won SmackDown. She won Raw. She's held every title, good. man. She's good for great. her. Good for her. Good for her. Young. Yeah. She's got a bit long career ahead of her. Should. Um, yeah. Very, it, dude. And very homegrown. And, and, and from the beginning of her um, WWE career, she's had different styles. Mm-hmm. She was this looking woman. And then she changed a little bit, and then did this, that, change a little bit, did this, come back, change a little bit, and where she's at right now. And maybe this is where she wants to be, but it's... it's she's it's a great... She was really good at a heel. Yeah. She's a great heel. With yeah, her oh, yeah, she's That's a really great good. where she, they got her right now. Let's move on to the next one. We can almost skip over it. Uh, it was an impromptu match. Pat McAfee versus The Miz. Yeah, whatever. Uh, st- <laughs> we, and uh, um, George Kittle. Yeah. Remember he was in yeah. the crowd again? This is... I, I don't know if this is just filler, what's going on. It was three and a half minutes, waste of my time, yeah. waste of everybody's I time. I was having a beer, man, so I don't I didn't see most of it. I heard, but I, I just I don't ah. I don't remember watching it when we were there. Um so I watched it, you know, when I watched the replay. But what's the Miz doing, dude? 
He just he just jobbing everybody now, I guess. I don't know. To Pat McAfee. I think, and, I think because he always said Hollywood and he's a big star and blah, blah, blah. I think they gave him the host type of, of, of deal, which was fine. Mm-hmm. And you had a, a, a quick match. Whatever. You're in there. You're in, you're out. Yeah, you I lose. Know. You know, it was it was definitely was they're getting ready for the main event. And that, yeah. that's what kind of yeah. was. Oh, you know, hey, make sure you guys pee. Make Let's sure, let everybody go sure get their a, beer, get, dog, yeah. get your hot dog, go to the bathroom. We want everybody in their seats for, for, the, the, main, for the main event. event. You might be right. You might yeah. be right. Um, let's go ahead and go to the final match, the headlining match of the night. The Usos, Jay and Jimmy, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This, I, I want to start. You talk about it. Go ahead. This storyline has also built up for a very, very, very long time, and it's worked for me. Oh, yeah. They had it where. He, the Usos and all this, and the bloodline. Then all of a sudden, Sammy joins in, and you're like, Sammy Zayn, what the hell? What a, what is this Canadian dude, Muslim, mm-hmm. jumping in and talking about being on the uh, uh, the bloodline? And I'm, I want to be with Roman and this kind of shit like that. And they built a story. They built a loan. The funniest thing that had me going, Chris, I don't know if it was when they when they started to do Usi. You know, the the joke, mm-hmm. hey, uh, he's not feeling a little oozy. And you're like, what? What the hell is that? They even printed a shirt, cracking up. TVs were blowing up. I mean, everybody uh, everybody who liked wrestling was, hey, man, you oozy? And you just got the joke and shit like that. And then built up and built up. And then when they did the turn, oh, it's Sammy's fault. Oh, it's this. We're turning on him. We're doing this. Now we're now he has a hatred towards the bloodline. Now he wants to break up the bloodline. Dude, Six months ago, they that was a different Sammy, you know, and then all of a sudden you get this guy. It built up very much, very good. Um, um, they kept it well with the bloodline, and dude, I, I, and then when they added Kevin Owens at the same, and you know, the Kevin Owens thing was naturally they're gonna team up together, but they kind of took a second too, like, yeah. hey, no, man, we're yeah, we're friends, yeah, we battled. Yeah, we did. We came up from the ranks. We came up together. But you turned your back on me. You changed. You did this. And then at the end, they said, you know, that that magic moment, you know, tag, we're together Mm -hmm. again. And and the crowd went wild. And the bromance started up again. And, you know, then they that was like maybe two or three weeks before WrestleMania. And all the excitement and all that bullshit. And and even with Kevin Owens, uh, even before Sammy joined the bloodline, he had been like, I'm not saying feuding, but there, you know touching into the bloodline as far as like wrestling against them or whatever yeah. you know uh, owens for a while they've been uh the bloodlines you know been going on a, you know two three years now mm-hmm. you know o- owens is going to be tagging with sony's going to wrestle the Uso. Oh, then you know eventually he wrestled reigns for the title so it wasn't like owens was just thrown in there there were reasons that he wanted to get involved and in, against the bloodline as well so it was it was almost like a perfect storm of everyone involved in this match just it just came together and was just it was a it was magic in the ring it was i want to say i think it was at uh, uh um when they did oh uh, uh, the cage matches mm-hmm. i, I want to say war war games war games sorry mm-hmm. excuse me when they did war games oh, yeah they went back to yep. where the bloodline was all in red or white and then they kevin owens did the final i mean uh sammy did the final blow to kevin yep so it looked like i'm not with you anymore i'm not this like it was i am not your friend here bam and then that's why when the start of Kevin Owens and him, and he was like, well, you did this to me, and you did. Dude, it worked very well. Like yeah. I said, 
that story that built up throughout all the months was very well for me. So when the, this match came up, Chris, is exciting. It was good. And the electricity in the air was for Sammy and Kevin. It was, man. I, I was total <laughs> for it and excited. I and, think that this um, edges out um, the Rhea Ripley-Charlotte Flair for the best match of the night, in my opinion. Wow. Um, okay, man. You got two, or excuse me, four, you know, pinnacle athletes, tag team champions, Usos. Uh, you're going to convince me now. Yes, they are probably one of the great top five WWE tag teams of all time. They've had the title for what? It was like 200 or 600 something days or something, something crazy. Dude. No, Roman's at 600. Um, I, would have to, I would have to go back and look at the yeah, number. But it, but it was crazy, dude, how long they've had these titles. Yeah. Um, but, man, they're one of the greats. Uh, the storyline all came together. Dude, near fall, near fall, near fall, near fall, super kick party. It was crazy how much stuff was going on in there. Um, hitting finishers, stunners. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, what's it called? The uh, uh, what a kick or whatever. Uh, what's the Hoover I, kick? I think. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, Sammy's. Yeah, I think it's finisher. Kick, yeah. Um, oh, hell of a kick. Hell, I think okay. it's called something like that. And, you know, and the Usos super kicking everybody. It, it was, it was a great match. It did not feel like 24 minutes long. It felt a lot quicker than that because you were just on the edge of your seat, invested, yeah. watching the whole time. Um, Kevin Owens and Sammy came out on top. It was great. I loved it. Everyone went home happy. <laughs> see you tomorrow yeah, night. See you tomorrow night. <laughs> it was, I loved it. Yeah, um, it was definitely that, Chris. If, if was I was going to say my top three matches of the night, number one was uh, that match. Number two was Ripley, Charlotte. And then number three was uh, Rollins and... Logan Paul. There you go. I'm not gonna just. Dis- I'm not gonna disagree with you on that. I and mean, that was definitely probably be one, two, three, nine. Yeah. And, and like Chris said, the energy in the stadium, the energy from the people around us, the energy from the people we saw all around, leaving and coming in, was so electric. There was something about WrestleMania, and then when it ended, you know, we were like, we're doing it all again. Twenty four yeah. hours, man, yeah. it's, or twelve hours, whatever. We're doing it again tomorrow, and you know, we ended. All like I said, happy go lucky guys leaving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we started up on the next day. Uh, night two, all right. Um, April second. Let's see. The attendance for night one was uh, eighty thousand four hundred and ninety-seven. For night two, it was eighty-one thousand three hundred ninety-five. So they got what, another they jam-packed. Uh, another thousand or another, fifteen hundred in there. Another uh, eleven hundred people Ooh. shoehorned them in somewhere. Yeah. Um, so f- for the two nights, one hundred sixty-one thousand eight hundred and ninety-two. That was awesome, man ridiculous uh night two was fun uh some matches i was looking forward to some i wasn't uh but you know we we got there you know a little bit earlier you know we we took our we went actually went around to the other side and took the vip vip entrance (laughs) which came right to our seats yeah um we you know we were there early enough we kind of said let's go look around a little bit let's go walk around let's okay we got a okay bathrooms are here bathrooms here we're like you know, this one's got a long line. This one's kind of hidden around the yeah. corner. This is the one I'm going to go to when I need to go to the bathroom. Um, or we want to see different food options, different We found drink a place options. that was selling micheladas, so we had micheladas, so we were happy with that. They were they were pretty good, actually. Yeah. Because um, they, they poured the beer. Didn't you get the beer, the rest of the beer in the yeah, can? Yeah, they had a little bit in the Yeah, in, so in you the still can, had a little so bit left weird. over, so that was great. Um, you know us. And, uh, you know, went to look at merch, still unhappy with the shirts. I was like, forget it. I'm done. Um, so, uh, let's go ahead and get into the first match here. Sounds good. Uh, 
Brock Lesnar versus Omos. I wasn't surprised that this started off, and I uh, knew it, I knew it would have been a quick match to start it oh, off yeah. with. Uh, I don't. Know? I mean, not so much for Brock Lesnar, but Omos. I don't think he's putting in 10, 15 minute matches. Definitely um, not. And this match couldn't have ended any other way than the way it did. Omos is not going to beat Brock Lesnar. I wonder how Brock Lesnar. I know that they kind of played the storyline on Raw that like he was unhappy coming out first, um, but I wonder if he really was like. Why am I going out first? Because I thought that was kind of the way. Either you want to be in the first match or the last match. Okay. Like, you know, I've heard some wrestlers, like I was hearing this interview from Jericho, and one of the things that he was upset about when he left WWE is the last WrestleMania he wrestled at, they put him in the second match. Uh, And he wanted to be in the first one. He thought he should have been in the headlining match. I can't remember who he was wrestling, but they put him in the second match. He's like, this is the worst spot. Um. Yeah, Brock Lesnar took punishment, took punishment, took punishment, gave him a couple, you know, three German suplexes and then F5'd him. That almost is a big... Dude, he made Brock Lesnar look like Rey Mysterio in right? size, dude. He right? is a yeah, that is, huge... That That's a good comparison to that, dude, dude. And then he comes out with MVP, who I'm not a fan of at all. Oh, Never yeah, have yeah, been. Yeah, MVP's yeah. trash. Um, Five-minute five match. Lesnar wins by pinfall. That match was what it was. It wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, Number two, number two, match number two. I wasn't a big fan of this one either. Um, this was the WrestleMania Women's Showcase Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match: Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler uh, against Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Another team of Natalia and Shotzi, and then uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. All right. So those were your four teams. Four teams. I. Was I, yeah, there I, wasn't. I don't even know. If we, I, this might have been like an early pee break or something because I was just was like, I'm just. I get it. I mean, do you? This is probably some kind of record for the most women they've had wrestling in a WrestleMania. You've got eight in this one. You have um, the champ, the title women's match later. Then you had you know women yeah, wrestling, women's the, wrestling in the other one. one. And then the so four way again. On that um, so that was good, but. Uh, not I watched this match again. Nothing was impressing me about it. I think yeah, there wasn't a lot. That, you know, you know how like we uh, we talk about when they throw two people as mm-hmm. a tag team together. That's what it. This felt like mm-hmm. you just throw the only one was Ronda and Shayna. Like they've been friends or they've for a while. So that was the only one that's I thought gelled really mm-hmm. good. But everybody else, they just kind of threw together. There wasn't any magic tag team, you know, that they've been tagging for a while. Nothing like that. So I agree on that point. Let but. me ask you a question. And because I kind of go back and forth on this. So Ronda Rousey, we'll just talk about her for a second. By the way, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler uh, won the match. Um, Ronda Rousey, I see her like as a heel like she was at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, she doesn't make a good heel. And then I see her as a face and I'm like, ah, she doesn't make a good face. It's almost like... What do you do? With I don't her? like her either way. So what? What do we do with her? Like, what do we do with? Her? I just am not sold by her being what. Because like I said this before, whenever she comes out to the match, she just can't help but smile. <laughs> right? I mean, she can't help but smile. Uh, I don't it's know. It's a force of habit. I mean, I guess. I mean, it, yes. Um, you know, Chris, uh, I agree with you on that uh, about the girls. Like I said, it's just something that the match was. How long was the match? Uh, eight and a half. Yeah, it was. It, it could have ended a, a minute earlier. We wouldn't have really cared. No. 
Um, I might have had to run back to my seat from the bathroom. <laughs> uh, because the next match was one of the top matches of the night. Ooh, yeah. Triple threat match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Gunther against Sheamus against Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that was a fight, man. Uh, this was I'm a not gonna buff. Lie. This was a brawl. I was looking forward to this match. Definitely. Um, you know, Gunther's been was, a great yeah. IC champion yeah, yeah. on defending it. And and just really good. His his whole gimmick with Imperium, uh, which they've had from the UK um, and NXT, and they did really really well mm-hmm. on still showcasing these guys, um, keeping them all military type like being straight and narrow in a sense, but fighting and doing very well. So Gunther, who also slimmed up or trimmed down or however you want to say it, yeah. he looks fantastic and he wrestles fantastic. Um, and he wrestled Sheamus and you know Drew McIntyre, which these guys are not young, you know, high flyers. These guys are beefy boys, grizzled veterans that you know just come out and kick some ass and did a long match. And there's a lot of chops and a lot of this and a lot of that. So I was looking forward to this match too, and it didn't disappoint. And mm-hmm. you know, I would have liked to see uh, Drew win it, but you know, they live on for another day, and you know, they're having this Gunther storyline. Go farther, so you know. Yeah. You never know how what's going to happen with yeah. him. Maybe him and Roman one day will look at each other and go, "I'm ready to put my title up." How about you? You know, there you go. A little Hogan Ultimate Warrior title for title match. There you Let's go. go. Yeah. I don't know if he's ready for that, but I could definitely see his career path headed in that direction. Correct. Um, and I don't think. I mean, I guess Sheamus is still in that picture as well, and McIntyre. They could yeah. all three of those guys got a bright future ahead of them regardless of how long they've been in the business. But that match was great. Um, it was a brawl. There were great back and forth, a lot of near falls. The fi- I liked the finish. All three yeah. men were involved in it. And, man, it was great. Uh, a great 16 minutes, 40 seconds. Worth every uh, minute, Action-packed the whole time. Yeah. Uh, it could have gone on another minute, and I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> in a good way. It could have been they more. They could have taken the minute from the earlier match and put it on this one. There could have been more chops and we would have loved it. All right, let's go to the next match. Match four. The singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Champion Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Loved it. Yeah. This match was oh, good. It, it was pretty good. Not as good as the one from the night before. Correct. Uh, but it's still, the you know, this is... You know, Charlotte and and Rhea, and then right below that, you got, you know, I actually like, really like Bianca Belair. I think she's really good. Asuka, yeah. Right around in that same area. Uh, But yeah, these girls put on a show. It was, their entrances were great. Bianca coming out with all the kids and stuff like that was really cool. That was fun. Um, Asuka, you know, with all the people with their masks on and stuff like that Mm -hmm. was really neat. Uh, And the match was, the match was good. It, It didn't disappoint. I didn't expect it to be on the level of Rhea and Charlotte. It wasn't. It was a little bit under that, but not much. And it was uh, good. It kept me entertained. I didn't like look away, yawn, or hope for it to be over. I was satisfied all the way through the whole match. Asuka's been one of those wrestlers that's been inventing herself and wrestles excellent. Mm-hmm. She has that, that Japanese-Chinese background that just came over to America. and Like that strong style. Kind strong of style, yeah. Strong style. Uh, um wrestling ability and she's definitely kicked ass and took a lot of names on her career in wwe for all this kind of stuff man it was really good i love her 
And uh, Bianca, Bianca did re- she did retain. Yeah, she did retain. She's definitely new, but she definitely does have power and she does have style and ability, which I definitely love too, man. So there's mm-hmm. just nothing wrong about that. This match was good, you know, but it wasn't Rhea and Charlotte good. That was mm-hmm. top of the mountain. I think this I think very that, close to the mountain. I think that the Rhea Charlotte match has set the bar. Yeah. This is the new standard for women's wrestling. Yeah, beat this, beat this, and I don't know if anybody else but Rhea and Charlotte can beat that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's on the roster right now. I don't know they who, you're, came, who they're going to put together. They came really close to 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 do that. But yeah, it was definitely well. Definitely good. Definitely. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say anything bad about them. Mm-hmm. Good matches, the ability, their style, what they came through. And then they ended the match. Hey, here we go. That's yep. it. Um, so let's talk about this next one. Uh, it was Snoop Dogg versus yeah. The Miz, but it wasn't supposed to be Snoop Dogg versus The Miz. So The Miz is out there talking, and Snoop's talking a little smack, saying, oh, you weren't ready for your match against McAfee, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I got someone else for you to wrestle. And here comes the money. Uh, Shane McMahon comes out doing his dancing on the thing. Takes 20 minutes to walk down to the ring, whatever. Um, then Dude, they start, too old, man. Then they start going at it a little bit. Yeah. And Shane, you know, whips him into the ropes, does a leapfrog over The Miz, I believe it was, and snap, ripped his quad muscle like, Five seconds into them trying to wrestle each other, um, I gotta give it up to Snoop Dogg, dude. I don't know. It, you gotta think that he doesn't have an earpiece in his ear. And yeah. They're not talking to him. He just said, "Shit, something's gotta happen." He just crawled into the ring and decked the well, Miz. He, he was already in the ring, but he no, was he like, came in. I watched it today. Oh. he was outside because they were supposed to wrestle, and then he came in. Oh, and then he came in, and then he starts talking smack to the Miz, and then they started wrestling. And he okay. beat. So it was. The Snoop is not, I just call him the Snoop. The Snoop is not uh, an athlete by any no, measure. No. And his not wrestling. compared to these big, no. hunky dudes and so shit like that. It man. was it was two minutes and 20 seconds of nonsense. Yeah. Um, useless and Shane, useless again for fucking WrestleMania. Stop bringing fucking Shane out for WrestleMania, man. I, I'm done with him at WrestleMania. It's a crying Shane. <laughs> it's a crying Shane. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, dude. Just can we Crap. stop? Can we stop? It's time for the Gunthers, you know, and the Rhea Ripley's uh, f- to be the ones that are pushed. And let's stop bringing out. You know what else? I was surprised. Let's talk about this for a second. Interlude. No Rock. No Hogan. No Stone Cold. No Ric Flair. Nobody. No old school wrestlers came out the whole weekend to the ring. Um, little surprised? Yes. Disappointed? Not necessarily. Let the current stars shine. Um, but I was actually kind of surprised that they did not have anybody come out. What do you think about that? Because usually, I mean, like well, even even the last year's the one I think it was in Dallas. Yeah, with Owens and and yeah, uh, you you and, had and Stone Cold. Stone Cold. They didn't do anything. Nobody came out even to open the show. They had Kevin Hart do that stupid cold opening both nights. It was just garbage. Hot, hot garbage, but they didn't bring anybody out. I was a little bit surprised by it. I I agree with you on that because there was always talk, there was always temptation of The Rock coming to um, L.A. Uh, at this WrestleMania, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was Roman versus The Rock. It was cousin versus cousin. There was like, oh, my God, there's going to be a, a Samoan fight, and mm-hmm, that's what the main, mm-hmm. main event was. And, you know, it didn't happen. It didn't happen, whatever. You know, to me, maybe The Rock is done with wrestling. Maybe. Maybe he just doesn't. I mean, 
the reason why they said that he didn't do it was he wasn't wrestler he wasn't wrestler shape ready. This guy's a fucking beast. Yeah, he works stunt. out. He looks good all the fucking time. Is he just a soft Hollywood actor now? Maybe. You know, which is fine. Hey, you you're still making money. You still want to sell your energy drink and you want to do Moana, whatever. You're good at that. I'll That's tell you what right now. Rock, if you're out there listening, Dwayne. <laughs> pick Dwayne, any partner Dwayne. you want from back in the locker room. Big talk. Chris and Greg will take you on any day of the week. <laughs> you name the place. You name the time. We're going to be there. Come out in my bathrobe. Challenge. <laughs> I can't believe you threw that I'm gonna, out there. I'm going to have the interns freaking bedazzle <laughs> my bathrobe. I'll wear it to the ring. I got some skibs. <laughs> Are they going to come out on a forklift, dude, okay. or what, man? Maybe. Maybe, dude. Maybe. <laughs> Two forklifts are going to Beep, beep, beep. That's, hey, that's the way to do it. Let's talk about the last match, the headlining <laughs> match. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I skipped over. How did I skip this one? Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to you on this one, Hell in a Cell. Uh, Hell in a Cell, Edge versus the Demon Finn Balor. Oh, so good. This was a great match. I was looking forward to this one. Night one. The uh the hell yeah, the, the hell cell, cell was, was just hanging, hanging over above the the ring. I was like, oh my god, I can't wait for it tomorrow. This match is gonna be great. Um, start off with the entrances. I liked Edge. He came up wearing this whole new outfit with like a glass mask yeah. and a yeah. wings and shit. Finn Balor came out. Everything was great until he busted out those smoke wands. I was like, what's going on? Is this cheesy? Uh, put all that aside. Get them two in the middle. X Judgment Day against Judgment Day, it was delivered on every level. That yeah, was great. They, they they didn't they did not disappoint. It was mm-hmm. very well. And um, I people have asked me now if you don't know about this match, Finn Balor got injured pretty badly on his head, or yep. he got you know uh, ripped open. I think that that um, gash he got is like an internet sensation now, dude. That thing was like pff, like three or four inches long on top of his head. Yeah, you know from where we were. And um, um, I didn't really see a lot of blood Mm-mm. because Finn also had makeup of dark. The full body. Uh, uh, a lot of makeup. So if he was bleeding on his face, we didn't see it. We couldn't tell if mm-hmm. there was. The only thing you could tell if you see on the mat, you know. And then, of course, whenever anybody bleeds, the referees always put gloves on. So once those put gloves on, somebody's bleeding. But they went on um, he, from the head hit to I think he he had also had something else that was torn or injured and he finished the mass i mean he did he, yeah. they, they did excellent they wrestled they threw everything in there they did weapons they did this they, they jumped and i mean there was just so much stuff for hell in the cell did not disappoint um both good um and it was just a, it was just one of those things chris that after it ended or after the match ended and that you heard all the stuff that Bather went through it was like jesus christ man he yeah. was a company guy and just gave it at all you know i mean he just didn't oh i'm injured stop i'm bleeding stop no hey i'm gonna finish this match pin me don't pin me let me get the pin and it didn't However, happen it, did. this did not happen this was like almost in like the middle of the match so he had another you know eight nine minutes to wrestle with this yeah. huge gash in his head and he kept doing everything that he would have normally done uh you know did a couple of stomp off the top rope then he did that one from the edge of the cage obviously through the table that he missed um Edge concerto and Ed, yeah. a spear. spear one two three Edge wins, God he looks great yeah. doesn't he Edge he, is in amazing shape for an either old guy. one of those guys winning it told a good story now the Judgment Day and Edge type of storyline has been going on for a while but it was Edge who 
needed this win because I think Judgment Day was taking a little bit more wins when they had like a tough of the tag match or they had the one where uh, Beth was involved. Mm-hmm. So this does kind of complete that story that they did tell. But I mean, there's also, hey, we're going to start a new page. They had him start a new page. I think that they both came out looking great in this match. You know, Edge oh, yeah. obviously with the win. But I think Finn Balor lost, but what he went through during the match, I think he comes out a little bit even stronger, <laughs> even though he got the loss. It's like, yes. dude, this guy's a legit badass, which we already knew. Yeah. Uh, but it made him look like he's got even more badassery. Loved it. Edge beat uh, Finn Balor. That was a highlight of the night. Great match. Hell in yeah. a cell. Hell in a cell. All right, now we can go to the match I was going to talk about. All right. The headlining match. The singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Excuse me, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman and Solo versus Cody Rhodes. Right. And, of course, we heard Cody Rhodes' theme at the beginning of the show. Um, Man, both I'd like both entrances here. Sure. I mean, obviously, Cody Rhodes is a sing-along theme. And then you got the bloodline, Roman Reigns coming out, slow saunter. Heyman holding one of the titles up like it's a baby. God, I love, dude. Paul Heyman touches everything; it turns to gold. Dude. Right? It's right. He, he he knows how to talk. He knows how to walk. Great wrestling to, mind. He knows yes. how to be the executive. You know, he's probably like Roman. Let's slow down walking to the ring. Let's take some right. extra time. Yeah. Let's wait. Let's not come out right away. Let's stand up here a little longer. Let's slower walk like let's take minutes exactly i'm sure that that he was just like yeah we'll do that i i I love it the entrances were great paul Heyman, a part of anything is going to be amazing this was a 34 and a half minute match um i thought this was a a (laughs) really good really good match um delivered on all points um Great story, uh, lots of near falls. You, you know what I liked about it, Chris, was they didn't have it where Roman or Cody looked stronger than the other one. In the sense of Brock versus Roman, you see Brock and you're like, damn, he looks big and huge and blah, 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 blah. But with Cody and Roman, they looked great. They know how to wrestle. And mm-hmm. if they wrestled 34, 35 minutes. It was fucking worth it. Where you have Brock, he does five minutes, ten minutes. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like kind of stuff. I liked how you know Solo got sent to the back. Yeah, you get the Usos running in. You get Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn saving. You get a distraction. You get you know illegal participation. It just had everything. Yes. You just didn't. You didn't know what was going to happen, which is what you want in your main event. I prefer a clean one where there's no interference, but you know you're never going to get that with the Bloodline win at all costs. I was totally happy, even though the end didn't happen like I wanted to. I wanted Cody to win. Um, not only did I want Cody to win, the fact that he didn't win, and now the direction they're taking him with Brock Lesnar, I'm so disappointed in. I'm like, this story is just starting with Roman and Cody. Can we, can we keep this going? Are they, are they doing a long term or not? You know, I don't like know. I said earlier about Sammy and and Kevin in the Bloodline, they really started that you know yeah. story mm-hmm. six eight months ago, yeah. six months ago maybe. They, and they slowly started to do small little steps till you got to this. Maybe they're well, doing the same thing. I'm hope so. I'd like to see that again. Okay. Um, so night two, what did you think were those top matches? Um, I thought that the Inter- Intercontinental match 
That was my favorite match of the night. Wow. Okay. Uh, the three way for the Intercontinental. Then I'm I'm gonna have to say that the the last two were pretty even. The 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 heavyweight title match and the Hell in a Cell. Two totally different matches. Hard to compare them directly against each other. They were both exciting for their own reasons. And then I could put the slot, the women's title match, right under those two. I would have said uh, I definitely, Cody and Romans was my number one. Okay. Hell in the Cell would have been two, and Gunther would have been three because all those, they were really, really even mm-hmm. in that sense of like, bam, 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 bam. And you're right, Oscar and Bianca, a bonus on that, on yeah. the three for that one. So, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of excitement, uh, a lot of you know, Cody winning it was kind of like the drain when the Undertaker lost at you know at WrestleMania. You know, it was like what, what? That's how yeah the it, def- it was. It def it deflated the stadium, but you know there was a lot of people that wanted Roman. There was a lot of people that wanted this, so you can really really feel that man. Um, really good stuff. What? How do you overall the WrestleMania? Oh. I thought it was good. Um, you know, we could sit here and say, well, they shouldn't have had this. They shouldn't have had that. They probably could have cut out a couple of these, made it one night, made it just four hours. I probably would have been happy with that. Sometimes I think that there's just too much stuff in there for two nights. I'm not a fan of the two nights. I'm over the two nights, too. Like, during the pandemic and during all that, okay, fine, because they were finding a way to do this. They don't really need – they could have done one good mm-hmm. four-hour show. Bam. You got um, it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I mean, agree. It, it, they didn't have to do all the all these matches. Get rid of this that. McAfee crap, Snoop Dogg crap. Stop. Yeah. I, I'm tired of seeing this this stuff. You know, if you're gonna bring someone out for a surprise, have it be someone that's actually a wrestler. Yeah, there you go. Then 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 we can do that. Um, yeah, that's a, that's pretty much all I gotta say, dude. I, I was actually overall, I was happy. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I definitely am glad we went together. Big talk was in the house. The VIP treatment, thank you to everybody at Soul Five for everything you did for us. We had an amazing night. Oh yeah. Um I don't know what else to say. Yeah. For, I, I do I you know I want oh. I want a big thanks to my buddy Stephen Corinne for helping uh Yeah, Stephen Corinne, uh, thank you for uh um and being there. Uh they were just friends of mine that, that helped us out with everything that, that we we were there. So there we had very fun with them. So thanks yeah. a lot, guys. Um member at Big Talk cg.podcast on instagram and on tiktok bigtalkcg at gmail.com at bigtalkcg on twitter or on facebook go to hey if you go to our instagram in the bio boom link tree you can hit it right there all right go to our link tree it tells you everywhere you can see us tells you any anything you want to know about us all our social media all in one place check it out it's it's all killer i love it Go ahead, Greg. What do you got to say? All right, man. Chris, bring us out, man. Give me some music. Here we go. All right. We're going to end on the Rhea Ripley theme song. And I just wanted to say uh, Chris from Motionless and White was actually singing on this one uh, for Rhea. I really loved it. And it really brings out a lot of showcase on everybody out there. All right. So from uh, Greg from Big Talk Podcast uh, with Chris and Greg, see ya.